head into the Ringerverse to stay up to date with all things superheroes and nerd culture entertainment. Hosted by a rotating lineup of superfans at the Ringer, including Mallory Rubin and Van Lathan, shows will provide instant reactions to blockbuster releases, insightful backstories on canon, and mind-bending theories, as well as fresh takes on the latest news and rumors. Check out the Ringerverse on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. Welcome to the Dave Chang Show, part of the Ringer Podcast Network, presented by Major Domo Media. We have what is our most popular podcast topic? Moif. People, this is, we have data. This is what people want to listen to. Followed by Ask Dave. I, I am, I'm dumbfounded every time we, we get results. This is what people want to hear. And um, I feel like people are really excited that we have Noel joining us on a, on a regular cadence here. Mm-hmm. I know I am. Oh, thanks. Wow. Yeah. What enthusiasm, wow. Dave. Yeah. You know, Noel. Happy to be here. Okay. That was going to say, when somebody's like, says, I love you, you have to say, I love you back. So when Dave is like, <laughs> people, we're so excited to have Noel. We love you. And you're just like, thank you. That's hurtful <laughs> to us. It's hurtful. No, it's uh, always great hanging out with my favorite three Asian men over Zoom, you know? Wow. Well, Shots to your dad, I, I your just, I just, siblings. I just want you guys to notice that I said thank you to Noel in, in, in earnest, and I'm going to send you motherfuckers thank you cards. <laughs> oh, my God. We all know what a thank you card oh, is from Dave. Man. man. Sad. <laughs> well, um, Chris Ying, do we have an update to our, our, our network of supercomputers? Yes. In fact... Our supercomputer, I, I booted it up this morning. I was just trying to, to, to log in and see what was going on. And I got a little system update. We needed to uh, install a new plugin. So today, our MOIF, My Opinion is Fact supercomputer, aka Isaac Lee, is getting the Noel Cornelio plugin. So for wow. any listeners out there who are sensitive to change, who are afraid of new things, you might hear a new voice coming out of the supercomputer. It'll sound a lot like Noel. A better voice, it. let's be honest. A much better <laughs> voice. Is this like ways when you can choose your you know, exactly voice? like ways? When, yes, yeah. Yeah. choosing yeah, a new voice to answer to ask us questions. Can I can I tell you a true story? Last night, um, I had to get up at like two in the morning because like Hugo woke up and uh, I dealt with that, and then I couldn't go to bed, so I went downstairs and I microwaved some frozen pizza. Um, <laughs> frozen, by the way, because it was fresh like six hours earlier. But we freeze everything. So I was like, eh. while I was 
eating one and then two and then three slices, I saw on my Alexa that there's Shaquille O'Neal on it now. As and, a voice. Ooh. But I couldn't figure out how to get him. So you imagine if I videotaped this. Here I am, 2.30, pitch black, and I'm talking to Alexa being like, how can I replace your voice with Shaquille O'Neal? <laughs> and then it links me to a site. I'm like, this is not happening. So if anyone's been successful at replacing the Alexa voice with Shaq, please let me know how to do so. Dang. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can I back up, Dave? Because you you highlighted a moment just now in your 2.30 a.m. pizza excursion that I suffer from as well. You get that thing ever where you're like, oh, I'm going to refrigerate these leftovers or I'm going to freeze these leftovers now. But in your head, you're like, is it? Maybe I shouldn't do it quite yet. Maybe I'm going to eat this again in two no, hours. No, 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 no. I do this immediately to put one more extra layer <laughs> between me and mm. eating immediately. I need obstacles to consumption. I see. So, so you're sure that if you left it out, you would eat it. So you're like, no, I need to freeze this. Well, to not it. only that, each slice of pizza is wrapped in aluminum foil. So you can't just like microwave it. You got to let it thaw a little bit. So that, again, like, what? you know, it's like a moat. It's like you a moat. A, what you, in you're, like in, you're like in alone. You built a bear box to protect your food from yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you guys are. Oh, I don't know why you guys are laughing at me. I mean, is this. Is this fat shaming on this podcast? <laughs> no, I'm just saying I've, I, it's a beautiful technique that I need to now employ where I need to create safeguards from what I know is going to happen, which is if I left the, leave these leftovers out at an edible temperature, they done go and get eaten. Well, mm. I waited three times, three different occasions to let the pizza become just thawed enough where I could actually take the aluminum foil off. Because you know that moment when you try to wrap something that's frozen? And you get like the shrapnel of aluminum foil stuck in the food. That's what I had to avoid doing. Of course. But uh, here's, what, here's what happened too. In between waiting for three different slices of pizzas to thaw. So I take it out of aluminum foil and then microwave each one. I was also consuming rice crackers, like the you know, <laughs> Korean rice crackers. Mm -hmm. And then I had um, shrimp chips, baked shrimp chips, wasabi flavor. Mm -hmm. I finished off that bag. And then I opened up the usually black pepper. So... Mm -hmm. This was a, a a caloric experience that was worthy of Chris Ying, you know, label. And I, I wanted to share it. And all of this was because I was waiting for Shaquille O'Neal. Right. It's, it's Shaq's fault, really. It's all, uh. it's all Shaq's fault. You left me hanging at the altar. Noel, can I ask you as the mm. as a snack master, what is your opinion on those Korean rice crackers that Dave's talking about? Oh, they're pretty good. But I think that Dave made the right move of opening up the yuzu shrimp chips. Mm. Those are aces. Mm. Mm. Listen, there's three servings. It's 300 calories. I mean, it's like nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. <laughs> it's basically like a, like a, a, a like a, a Catholic Eucharist. It's, it's like, it's nothing. <laughs> it's a wafer. What? It's a, it's a communion <laughs> wafer, basically. That's yeah, it's it. a communion wafer. That's it. It's nothing. <laughs> 300 calories is a significant <laughs> amount of calories. In, in the church of, of the democratic state of Dave Chang, <laughs> We will give our communion with baked shrimp chips, yuzu flavor. Church of mm. Chang. I love the idea of like a chip company pairing up with like a frozen food company to just produce snacks that are specifically designed to be eaten in the 90 seconds while you're waiting for your microwavable food to be heated. Mm. Nobody's talked mm. about this. This is a fucking endless chapter. This, we could write the mm. longest nonfiction book ever about waiting for that moment about what to eat in between mm. eating. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Filler food. <laughs> 
We all yeah. know it. Nobody's ever talked about it. This is the first time anybody's ever uttered this in a public setting. This is <laughs> something we've all thought about. It's like, what do I eat while I'm waiting for this pizza to cook? I know. I mean, c- smash cut to the Calby Times <laughs> DiGiorno collab that's coming out next week. Yeah. You know, just like, here are your shrimp chips while you wait for your pizza. I mean, how many times have I just shoved deli meat into my mouth? And I've eaten enough deli meat where I'm like, I really shouldn't eat anything else. Uh, you know? See, the deli meat is the ultimate sex. No. a handful of yeah. ham, my friend. Or just no. like a paw of martadella. No offense, Noel. We know that you're not a fan. Oh, but uh, this is also what I ate now that it's all coming back. No, it's all oh, coming God. out now. Holy shit. You know, my friend, uh, Steve and Joanna, they dropped off some uh, a Korean, because it's Korean Thanksgiving today. Happy Chuseok. Happy Chuseok. And you eat specific like types of foods. So we had kalbi jim, they had different kind of juns. There were some kind of jjigae. And uh, it was supposed to be consumed today, right? And they bought it from Shiku in LA, the downtown. Uh, they used to have Baru. Mm-hmm. I was eating this and I didn't know where it was from. And mind you, it's in this, those aluminum trays. And I'm trying to take not stuff on the corners, but like food in the middle. Like delicately remove the food. Like it's that game <laughs> operation. And then and then mush it back together so it doesn't look like I'm taking like a fried zucchini or something like that. And, and um, I was eating. I was like, this is fucking delicious. And I kept on going. And then <laughs> oh for lunch God. today, I was outed. <laughs> They're like, we were supposed to eat this together, mm. and and oh, and uh, no. I said happy Thanksgiving to me at three in the morning last night. <laughs> yeah, that's that's part of the traditional thing. Hey, so, technically, time zone wise, you're dead on because it was Chuseok in Korea at three a.m. Yeah, and that's what I told them. I was like, you guys aren't nearly as real Koreans as I am. I'm more <laughs> exactly. Korean than you guys are. Exactly. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, mm-hmm, I have to mm-hmm, do this mm-hmm. on soul time. Otherwise, yeah. it doesn't make sense. <laughs> so, so it's what it's it's Thanksgiving. It's Korean Thanksgiving. Or it's just the Korean autumn. What is it? What is yeah, today? Chuseok, Chuseok is it's what? Technically, yeah, more or less the fall festival. It's also Chinese mid autumn festival. Song Chojie. So happy, happy that. Let me ask you a question, Dave. I know. We're Wait, sorry. Get, say that again. We're supposed to get into uh, happy that. So we're supposed to get into no, no, moif- no, no. Say, say, uh, say it again. Say it in Mandarin. Song Chojie. So you, everybody listening, that sounds to somebody not familiar with Mandarin, including myself, like, that's pretty good. But I just <laughs> promise you, I fucking promise you, if somebody from mainland that speaks fluent Mandarin is like, what the fuck did that guy just say? <laughs> yeah, 100 percent, which is why I'm angry that you motherfuckers made me repeat it. So good job, Isaac. Good job. I spoke to, I spoke to my I spoke to my mother as uh, today as I do. Mm, every day and she was reminding me that it was mid-autumn festival i got an overrated underrated i'm pretty sure i know the answer to for you dave and then i have a, a quick anecdote i want to tell you about a racist thing that happened to me at tsa overrated underrated mooncakes i don't know enough it's not part of my culture hmm. i guess you can't really say it they are overrated <laughs> they are they Isaac, are, are you a fan of mooncakes they're fine they're fine the Fine. name sounds so much. You know what the problem is? The name makes it seem like it's going to be a transcendent God, experience. God, the name is good. Mm-hmm. Mooncake? Are you moon kidding cakes. me? You know, like moon pies in the South, you're like, yeah, mm. that's a good name and it's going to be fucking delicious. It is. What a surprise. <laughs> Mooncake, you know. 
yeah, it's mm-hmm. a wonderful name for a very dense lotusy cake with a salted duck egg yolk in the middle. It's not really, maybe it tastes like the literal moon. Uh, here's my quick mm-hmm. anecdote. Anecdote. I was coming back from China with my wife uh, years ago, right before the Mid-Autumn Festival, and we were walking up to the customs desk where they ask you if you've got what kind of money you've brought back, if you've come into contact with livestock, if you have any food, you know, all these typical questions. So they're running through all these questions with my wife who's standing right in front of me. And she, they say, you know, do you have any, did you bring any currency back? Did you spend any time on farms? Uh, do you have any antiques? And she says, no, 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 no. And then he turns to me and he says the exact same sequence of questions. But at the end, he says, do you have any, do you see any livestock? Do you have any fresh fruits? Did you bring back any moon cakes? And I was like, what the fuck, man? Oh, this no. is This is, <laughs> you're, you're totally typecasting me here. This is bullshit. This is racial profiling. And I would absolutely argue if my bag wasn't completely full of mooncakes right now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the racist got it right for once. Yeah, my parents or my family in China had sent me back with an entire suitcase full of mooncakes. Wow. And um, I had to uh, suppress my indignation and lie at customs. Wow. Anyway. TSA, um, I want you <laughs> no, to know. No, please don't give my home address. If anybody customs. has somebody that is a friend or works in the TSA, I want you to know that this action will probably repeat itself again. So please, <laughs> asterisks next to Chris Ying's name in the TSA computers and just bust his fucking ass because yeah. you weenie. This guy his legal name is bad. Christopher Ying. <laughs> Christopher. <laughs> the fucking donkey. <laughs> I'm a mooncake mule. All right. Whatever. Let's boot up the supercomputer with the Noel plugin the installed. The Snackmaster plugin. Should we try this Noel plugin right off the bat and uh, yeah, see yeah, what yeah. kind Let's of questions it turns Let's up? Let's do this right after a short break. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. And we're back. Noel, do you want to kick it off? I guess so. I don't know. This feels very weird. I feel like I'm stepping into uh, big shoes, but okay. So I'm going to switch things up a little bit. I've been thinking a lot about restaurants and going back. And I think we've all kind of been going back safely, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But something happened this week and I just can't get it out of my mind. So 
is at a restaurant. I drop my fork and the person next to me picks up the fork by its needles and hands it back to me. And I'm thinking to myself, what in the world? So anyway, my question for you all is what do you do when silverware hits the ground? Uh, At at a restaurant. We're talking about at a restaurant. restaurant. Your silverware hits the ground. Do you pick it up? First of all, you don't pick up somebody else's silverware by the mouth part. That's crazy. By the prongs. Mm Mm-mm. Tines, not needles tines? or prongs. Tines, thank tines, you. People. <laughs> tines. Uh, we said needles, we said prongs. It's tines. Man. Uh, what, what, that, that's what those fucking things are called on a fork? Yeah. Tines? Mm-hmm. The poking parts be tines. It's called a tines? Yeah. T-I-N-E-S? Yes. Mm. I was 44 years old before <laughs> I found that out. <laughs> the next time Dave writes a memoir, that's going to be the opening line. I was 44 years old when I found out what the fork is called. Um... I'm a, like I said, like everything has changed in, in terms of like my COVID bacterial awareness, but who gives a shit? Like I'm still a dirty boy and I don't give a crap, man. If it falls on the ground, I'll still use it. What? Mm. Yeah. This is disgusting. Like, really? I don't, I just, All I don't, those I don't germs care. In what your germs, mouth? What germs? I actually, I actually don't really think there are that many more germs on the ground than there are all over me all the time. <laughs> I, you do have mm. two small children. So you might be correct in that assessment. Yeah, My kids are way dirtier than the this floor. This is the first time a child's gotten foot and mouth disease from the parent. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Somebody, somebody contact Lancet. <laughs> Let's record this. Shit. I, Jesus. Uh, I definitely do. I just eat I I'll pick it up and I'll pick it up and use it. I'm the only one of the four of us. I think you might be. No, no, no. This is this I have a I have a this is just too much for me to talk about. I don't know where to begin on this. This is a lot to talk about. <laughs> I think it, so. There's a lot of variables. One is um, depends on where you're at. Is it on a New York City street? Mm. Answer is no. I have mm-hmm. seen one of my best friends drop his pizza, cheese, pepperoni side down on the no. sidewalk, and he ate it. You know, it's like nasty, incredibly disturbing. And I'll never forget that. That's disturbing. Right. But um, I have never eaten something off the New York City street. Even if I drop my phone or pre pandemic or anything on a New York City street, I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, it's like, (laughs) what? How am I going to do this? And inevitably I do that. Rubbing it on my fucking jeans or whatever, only to make it worse. <laughs> like, that's gonna do anything. Like, people will do that shit. I'm just like, what? You think your pants are cleaner? <laughs> what what yeah. is that gonna do? That's nothing. So, like, City Street, no, if it's a nicer restaurant, I have no problem doing it. So, here's the problem in a re- like a restaurant with carpeting or whatever, but like, if it's a nice restaurant that, that maintains sanitation and hygiene, I will almost always drop something on, on the ground, like a fork or a napkin, and do my best to pick it up before a fucking captain sees it or a back waiter. Because mm. nothing's more embarrassing when they tap you on it and they're like, think, they think you're doing a solid and they give you like your, a, a new fork or a new napkin and you're like, motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> why are you doing this? Don't embarrass me. You know, me. it's like, oh. you, it's, it's almost like, hey, I pass gas and he comes to the table like, this guy farted. Like, I don't... Mm-hmm. <laughs> he comes out of a little portable fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want... I don't want them to fucking... I'm just like... And they see me trying to pick it up off the ground and like, you know, pretend like nothing happened. <laughs> but they're watching. And the problem is when it happens again. Because if I, I... I'm a notorious person that drops napkins and shit on the ground. I'm always trying to pick it up. 
So if it's dropping on the ground near me in a restaurant, I'm going to try to pick it up and use it again. But mm-hmm. I hate, I hate it when I'm almost being like chastised for being clumsy and mm-hmm. being like, oh, look, I got you another one. I mean, I stop. Just don't, don't do that. I, I tell them like, it's okay. Leave me alone. <laughs> me, I drop I my fork you, on the ground. It's fine. Let me ask you two follow-ups, Dave. One, carpet versus hard floor. Does that make a decision in your, your mental matrix? Again, it depends. Like if I'm at In-N-Out and I drop a plastic, plastic utensil, no. But again, it depends if I have no other plastic utensil, no other utensils, then you got to like really think about it. I may wash it, you know, another variable that needs to be like considered. Am I eating by myself or am I eating with other people? Oh. Because you don't want to, mm-hmm. to bring the germs to other people or just because you don't no, want to show other people? No, I don't want them to people. see what a fucking, yeah. what, a, what an an- <laughs> animal I am. That's what I thought. You know, it's, it's like, you know, how I eat by myself is, is, is like, um. I don't think my wife would be married to me today if she saw me eat by myself. (laughs) So far, your answer has consisted of considering shame about 99% and 1% hygiene. Yeah, man. Shame is everything. It it has less to do about hygiene and more to do about shame. Absolutely. So, yeah. Along the same lines of like you wanting to grab your fork or napkin before the captain or waiter does at a at a fine dining restaurant or whatever, are you equally this 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 moment always frustrates me too. I hate that they like fold my napkin into like a pretty little swan while I'm like mm. pooping in the bathroom mm-hmm. and I come back and I'm like, oh, oh god, I hate that you did this. I hate that you did this to me. I almost want to like pre fold it and put it on the table. I also. This is insane. I when I'm looking at like a bathroom door with a handle, I'm looking at the part of it that's most worn uh-huh. <laughs> from use, wow. and I'm grabbing the other part of it. Yeah, is that crazy? Yeah. Let me let, let me let me present <laughs> you this scenario, guys. You're in a household where you're taking off your shoes and you're at dinner, and you drop your fork on your own floor in your own house. What do you do? In my own home, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I go drop it in the sink and I get another fork. No, nah, I pick it up. Absolutely it, fucking not. Absolutely not. How many like, forks do you? Yeah, you have a lot of forks, don't you? It doesn't. It doesn't matter. What? Why? Why would you? Use disrespectful a- to yourself, man. You're just like my own <laughs> shit is too dirty to be eaten off of. I, I, I mean, it's no, the dude. ground. Your feet have been have on some it. Fucking self-respect, man. Oh, your I forgot. I found out, Isaac. You actually wear your shoes indoors. I do not. <laughs> do you want me to show my bare feet on this podcast? Again, this is one more reason that no one should wear their shoes indoors. Because of the event that you do lose your fork, drop it on the ground, you can just use it. No problem. I mean, we're on this topic of cleanliness and restaurants. So how about wet wipes or finger bowls? Overrated or underrated? (sighs) Wet wipes, as a a father of two, I've come to the conclusion that wet wipes are so underrated and that all napkins should be wet. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Yeah. I think that's a hard agree. When I got my dog... I realized the importance of wet wipes in my life because I, I wipe her paws every single time that we go outside and it's part of the routine for me. And it also cleans my hands while I clean her paws. It's great. You don't wash your hands after you clean her paws? Of course I do, <laughs> but it's like a primary wipe. 
before I actually go Dave, to the I sink. Love, I love What's this, happening? Dave, I love the new narrative that Isaac is, is a food-hating, <laughs> dirty person. <laughs> <laughs> this framing is just uh, it's propaganda-esque. The new thing is that Isaac is dirty. <laughs> this is some Fox News-ass <laughs> misinformation. Holy oh, shit. <laughs> that makes me so happy. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, Isaac. I know you're not dirty. But Dave, wet wipes, man. Come on. Underrated over. And finger bowls. I think finger bowls should be everywhere all the time in a restaurant. They mm-hmm. just should. It just makes more mm-hmm. sense. If you, especially since, you know, if you even if you don't eat with your hands, like that makes sense. You see a lot in 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 Asia and super fancy restaurants sometimes, but like I think finger bowls are great, especially when they put citrus in there. I'm a big fan. And then you, you don't, sometimes you don't need to get up and wash your hands. You just don't even have to do that. So I think we need to see more finger bowls. Finger bowls, extremely underrated. Here, here. Extremely, especially when eating shellfish. Extremely underrated when eating shellfish. It Ooh. is a 100% necessity to have it when eating shellfish. If you can't mm-hmm. have that, like, mm-hmm. you know, that just, ha- you have a bib and you should have a, 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 a finger bowl. Secondly, there's a lot of different kinds of wet naps. Okay. The baby stuff. I don't even remember the brand that Grace uses, but it's awesome. And they're very sturdy and they're durable. And um, we use them all the time. They're amazing. They're amazing for cleaning butts, for, for baby butts. They're amazing for cleaning white, like anything you need. They're great. But now we've been definitely using a lot more of these smaller towels that we just wa- keep wet ourselves. Like, I don't know why all like a, a napkin at a restaurant should only be wet and it should be kept on your side. Mm-hmm. Or just, again, we've talked about it. Give me a giant bib, like a really nice bib. I'd rather have that. And if they can't give me a little, I don't even know what it's called. I've, I've, I've been in the restaurant industry so long. I still don't know what the fuck it's called. The little wet roll. Even in the Japanese, yeah. the name, I can't, I can't remember the Japanese name for it mm-hmm. either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, I was going to ask about Shibori? those. Like the, was that what it's called? Oshibori, yeah. Oshibori, yeah. Basically, Oshibori. Like, we should have that all the time. Or like when you're sitting in like business class in, a, in, in an airplane, they just give you that. Oh, like, yeah. that's like the best part. Yeah. The warm rolled you know, like, wet towel. I want that. There's nothing that wet thing can't do that it, everything the dry thing does, the dry napkin, the wet one does better. So mm-hmm. we should just have a wet napkin. Mm-hmm. Hey, when you're when you're either in a business class, first class, or at like a restaurant in Asia, and they bring you out the warm towel. Mm. Are you putting that on your face? <laughs> Ooh, good question. The age-old question. Do you put it on your face? No. Are you supposed to? <laughs> because I don't think it's okay so. Too? Okay. Well, a lot of people do yeah, it. Yeah, me either. A lot of I don't do, do that. Okay. But you. But here's another thing. You, there is etiquette. You can't just like rumble it in a ball and throw it back down. Oh yeah, yeah, I fold yeah, mine yeah, up yeah. real nice and put it back mm-hmm. out there. I, I think that there's a a group of people that don't, and we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a large group of people. <laughs> um, so that's that's a big thing, right? I think we all need that, even when they're cheaper and the, like whatever. They're just great. You have the step below that, which are the baby stuff, the baby wipes. And by the way, we use the baby wipes to clean our dog's paws because they're cheaper the mm. fucking biggest ripoff ever is the dog wipes. Don't mm. ever buy that shit. Just mm-hmm. buy the baby wipes. Just buy regular wet wipes. Yeah. 
Dog wipes are fucking like 4x the goddamn price. So fuck you, dog wipes. It's the same thing. They just brand it. Lastly, is the only kind of wet wipe that is a bad wet wipe is the one that is like a fucking origami one that's put in a goddamn like, you know, that little white paper thing with aluminum foil on the inside that smells like artificial lemon. Like, I don't know how that is useful to anybody because by the time you unfold it, it's ripped in half and it's not good for anything. And it's also like made out of some insane material, right? It's like mm-hmm. see-through, but also rough and non-absorbent, and it doesn't do anything. Those are the absolute worst. Yeah, the little finger yeah. wet wipes. Why, why are these being made? Nobody's ever said, wow, this did a job. Nobody has ever used one of them. And like, I'm so glad I had this disposable wet wipe. It really did its job. My <laughs> hands are clean. It's never been said, ever. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, let's move on. So you've had the silverware dropped. You have your wet wipes. It's time for you to order. But what's the worst panic order you've ever made or or seen someone else make? So basically, you know, that last minute decision where someone's just deciding, oh, I think I'm going to get this, but probably shouldn't have gotten that one. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. So a panic order, to, to clarify is somebody who has been sitting there being like, I'm either going to get the club sandwich or the chicken paillard. And then instead, <laughs> they get like a the sardine ice cream at the last second. And they're just like, mm-hmm. ah. You've, they've been like debating it. They've been debating it. And then you see them panic at the moment that the, the server shows up, right? Totally. Okay. I feel like this happens more often in groups than anything else, right? right? It's like that one friend who is trying to figure out what they should be doing and then they just make the wrong decision. Mm. I have a lot <laughs> lot to say about this too. It's, it's um, you know, in sports, it's called the yips. If you play golf, mm-hmm. you can't miss a three-foot putt. And Ted Lasso recently, uh, Danny Rojas couldn't hit uh, like any shot in goal. Like it's the yips. You you just miss things, and there's no rhyme or reason. Simone Biles just had it in the Olympics. Like she, what did she call it? The the, the twisties. The twisties. Right? It, it just strikes you. I am. I think I'm like one of the very best food orderers out there. I, I really do. But it still strikes me occasionally. I, I I get you know the twisties. I don't know what the name is called. We should come up with a name. Mm. <laughs> you know, a name for this. We need a name for it. What is the name for when you fucking freak out and you don't order what you want to order? Hmm. Mm. That's a good question. Is it the yips? We just call it the yips. The menu yips. No, somebody, nah. somebody's going to give us a better name. Somebody yeah, yeah, out there yeah, is yeah. going to give us a better name. We're <laughs> yeah. going to coin this for sure. You know, I just had my fantasy football draft recently and those that play fantasy football auction drafts know that feeling too. It's like you have an idea exactly what you want, strategy per round, you have your budget. And then you fuck it all up and you're like, I don't know what happened. This is like very similar. There, there is a framework that we can all understand here. You go in with a strategy, you have a plan. And then for whatever reason, it doesn't even have to be pressure. There could be nothing. You're not under duress and you just fumble the fucking order. I think it's like the blurts because you just blurt something out that you had no intention of ordering whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I think it's a little bit different in Christine's case because I see it all the fucking time. It's not <laughs> the yips when you can't make a shot to begin with, right? You know, it's like, you know, <laughs> your your ability to hit a shot is like, you know, Ben Simmons hitting a free throw. It just doesn't happen. Oof. You know what I mean? Like, Oof, true. I'm a bad just, orderer. You're, you're a bad order. Well, tell, bad tell, order. tell me, give us an example of a blurt 
or of a panic order that's not mine. Give us a, a recent example so people know what you're talking about. Well, you know, you're, you're doing your breakfast order. You're at a, like a diner and you have all these things and you're like, uh, man, like I want to get, uh, I want to get some pancakes or whatever, corned beef hash or whatever, whatever. And then you're like, you're, you're figuring out your order with your, your table mates. And that's a big thing too. Cause that can certainly change the entire flow. Oh, you're like, oh, I want to get the omelet and then everyone else gets the omelet and then it's your turn to order. You That's honestly what happens sometimes mm -hmm. It's like, mm -hmm. I don't want to seem like I'm following the crowd. I, I don't want to see, I'm like, you know, I have to come up with something unique and you just mm -hmm. blurt out, I'll, I'll, I'll have the Monte Cristo. And you're like, <laughs> ah. <laughs> and, and then uh, you have to say it with so much confidence. You're like, Monte Cristo. And then everyone's looking at you like, wow, that's a, that could be super cool. Could be rewarding. <laughs> could be rewarding. And, but deep down inside, you're crying. You're like, I, I, I'm a shell of myself. I, I don't know what happened. Should have just gone with the omelet. Should have just gone with the omelet. And that's the problem is I put a lot of the responsibility on the other people. But sometimes it happens when you're just ordering by yourself or, you know, everyone orders differently. You just order something. You're like, I'll have um, the nachos. And it's like <laughs> eight in the morning. You, you don't even know what happened. <laughs> I think that part of this is your fault, man. You put a lot of pressure on those around you ordering. When The thing is, it's like Dave is an alpha orderer too, right? Anybody who's eaten with Dave, we defer to you to order. But in the rare occasion where one of us works up the nerve to throw a little thing on there, we're always thinking about what Dave's going to say about this order. No, because, you know, I'm constantly reading game film in my head about what happened because you can always be better. <laughs> you can always so, be better. This happened. This happened a few months ago. Actually, we, I, Dave and Noel and I were at a restaurant. In, we were at Bistro Na mm -hmm. ordering Chinese food, and Dave wasn't there yet. Dave was uh, arriving like 30 minutes after us, Noel. Do you remember this? And I was like, we're too like hungry. It was yesterday. I'm going to order. And I just, I, I just equivocated so many times. I was like, Dave's going to be mad about this one. He, Dave will like this one. He's going to hate me if I order this one. Ooh, this one's, this one's a fucking landmine. This has got my name all over it. And this is what Dave is going to kill me for. And I, I spent, Dave was literally 30 minutes after us. And when you walked in, I had just ordered our food because I spent 30 minutes figuring out what to order. And then it arrived. And I was, this was like the only proud ordering moment I'd ever had in my entire life. And Dave was like, oh, this is pretty good. It's pretty good. And then I got, I flew too close to the sun, guys, because some people were still hungry. Mm. And I was like, I got this shit now. Now I'm just going to like start winging a few. I'm going to start firing off a couple items just off the top of my dome here. And just, what's this crap? What's this? What's this like fish coated crab? Whatever the fuck this is. Let's go. And it was just a, it was a fourth quarter collapse, man. Oh, Let me no. tell you what this was. This was, I believe, a Dungeness crab rolled in salted duck yolk egg and then wrapped, like rolled in in, in, <laughs> in some kind of like breadcrumbs. This is exactly what it was. He remembers. Whoa. This is like, this is Tom Brady recalling his like first year play. And it looked, it looked really good when it hit the table. But, you know, everything was great. And it's a dish I never want to order again because, you know, why I'm like, why would I want to have fried Dungeness crab rolled in something that is so pungent and strong and cloying. Hmm. It didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I blew and it. And that's why you threw a pick six. You I got threw two a pick six. I had been throwing, I, I, I flew too close this song. You were Jameis so Winston <laughs> first week. <laughs> and then Jameis Winston, old Jameis Winston came back. Yeah. And that's what happened. But you know what? I'm practicing. I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to just suppress. Like every time I order now, I'm just like, don't order the first four things that you want to order because they're all wrong. <laughs> 
That's my new technique. First thought, worst thought. I'm I'm gonna get better. No, you're not. You're not. It's not possible. You know, with people like you believing in Chris, yeah, he's he's certainly. No, listen, it's just like it's not gonna happen. It's just not. You just accept that. Well, what I do, what I do as a crutch, then is I just overorder. So you know, you know what I mean. So at least if I have like a twenty percent hit rate, at least I got. Well, this is called a heat check in sports. No, I'm always cold. You're always cold. This is but, really crushing. You know, me. This, this, this is also important. What Ying doesn't realize, and again, this is like talking to a a player that never, like, just a an athlete that never lived up to their potential because they never put the work in. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh my god, Chris. Wolf. Chris, you have all the talent in the world to be a world class order. You just do. <laughs> you 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 are blessed. With food knowledge, you're you're blessed with a good palate, but you just don't put in like the the game film, the sessions you need. Oh my god! I'm, I you guys, you guys, I know Noel and Isaac are feeling for me, but like this is he's right, man. I'm squandering my talent. Well, let me just tell you what I do. Listen again, like Tom Brady, first person, you know, he's there like four in the morning, and he's there like eight at night. <laughs> Should I? What? Just show up at the restaurants what? earlier and stay later. And just no. But what I do, what I do is I will. Oh, I have dinner with some friends uh, next Tuesday. I hate everything that I'm doing right now. I'm going to look forward to that. So I'm going <laughs> to. Oh my! I hate what? everything I'm doing right now. I'm going to look at the sorry, menu for the what? restaurant next Tuesday. Yeah, no, yeah. that's hundred percent right. I have nothing. I have nothing to look forward to for the next, you know, 120 hours. But. This is something I can look forward to. God. And then I'll look at the menu and then I'll Jeez. study the menu. And then I'll I'll drill down in the menu till I don't even have to look at the menu. And then it's like over and over. Mm. And then I think about all the variables and I'm like, You scout okay. the restaurant before you get to the restaurant. 100%. Mm-hmm. You got to do mm-hmm. the work, man. Mm-hmm. And you got to order in your head multiple times. Visualize it. Yeah. Manifest it. And and you gotta get, leave some th- things open for variable, like it's a replay option type of thing. It's like, oh, mm. I can have this, but I'm sure they're gonna have a, a special because it's a Thursday night, blah blah blah. Maybe they show up in the farmers market, or they got this. Like that can fuck up your entire game plan as well. So you gotta have more than one game plan when going into a restaurant. I see you do this time and time again. You just go in full of gusto and good intention. Yeah. But you, you know, you, you, it's clear that you have all the right tools. You're just not putting the work. No, I, 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 th- I think you're right. I think that I'm just kind of like I'm gonna Brett Favre this. I'm just like sling it out there, and it's just I've, I'm not. That, you gotta, you gotta watch game film and Favre watch game film. It's just you want to. Not only that, like you want to see my iPhone notes. Like there's <laughs> thousands and what? thousands and thousands. Oh my god! Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, of like, oh, I'll just uh, can I find one in between stuff? I'll just like write down menus about what I want to order. <laughs> oh, you're you're serious about this. No, I'm not fucking around. I have never done anything even remotely close to this level of commitment. I don't I don't even know what this is for. I have no idea. What does it say? But it says no. Mary Chicken number 4. Kimchi <laughs> 1. No. It says tuna belly maki 2. Broccoli prawn 2. Oh my god! I don't even know. And, and oh my the god. next thing I'm, I'm expecting is calling Omaha, Omaha. I'll call it on the line. Hut, 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 hut. Okay, it's zone, it's zone. Read. No fucking idea what this was, but clearly I was at a restaurant. 
and uh-huh. I did my homework. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what you need to make, Dave? <laughs> you need to make those armbands that quarterbacks wear that have yeah. your place written on them <laughs> oh, so you can no. just check your sheet. That's what we so, need. So uh, here, here, I got another one. I don't even know where the fuck it is. Black pepper shrimp, seafood pan roast, crispy chicken sandwich, French dip, raw bar, get clams, noodles. I don't even know where this is from. Wow. <laughs> so insane. This is crazy, man. Shrimp tempura, get the honey drink, <laughs> get the sake drink, yeah. and get six spicy tuna crunchies. I don't know where the fuck that's from, uh-huh. but I was ready. Uh-huh. I like the uh-huh. idea of him just waking up in the middle of the night and writing this. <laughs> the shrimp tempera. Yeah. I gotta get the shrimp tempera. No, a comedian writes down jokes as they come. I fucking write down what I want to eat. Wow. That's why. Wow. I don't fucking mess up the games. All right. I feel you. All right. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. You know, you know, Ying, if, if I would have done my homework. I would have done at least like, what does this crab look like? I would have gotten, what are three, resp- at least... Not just one review, two reviews. What do three people say about this? I do know. I, I, you're right. And Isaac is right that it was a heat check. I was like, I'm crushing it. And then I was like, let me just heave this one up from the half court. And then I threw it into the 12th oh my row. God, Isaac, <laughs> you just nailed it. He is the equivalent of food ordering Dion Waiters. Dion you know Waiters. Dion Waiters. <laughs> oh, God. I just you really going out there, man. See what happens. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, did you guys think that I was out of my mind just talking about food <laughs> yeah, ordering? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Noel, Noel. I mean, it explains what you're doing in the middle of other Zooms it does, now. It does. Well, now yeah. that you're just, you know, scrolling around <laughs> on your phone, now I know you're just looking for dinner next week. <laughs> Every morning on our calls, Dave is thinking, I hate what I'm doing right now. Let me look at the menu for dinner tomorrow. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Well, so you have your food and everything, and you've probably been there with a group if we're talking about panic orders. And so now it's time to pay. And I think what's been really interesting is like, you know, how how do you deal with splitting the check, actually? So do you split it down the middle? Are you paying for what you ordered? And like, at what point does that change? Mm -hmm. Yes. What do younger kids do, Isaac Lee? I'm a pay for the table kind of guy. Like if I invited the dinner, which is usually the case, I usually instigate the dinners that I have. You've never paid for dinner when we've gone. That's because you guys always instigate the dinners that I'm at with you guys. But with my group of friends, the majority of the time when I'm eating out, it's like I, I'm like, hey, let's go get dinner here. Okay, let's 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 mm-hmm. let's remove that these the scenarios, but just remember like you know, there's that famous Friends episode where they all complain, the people that don't make as much money as the other friends about, you know, I only had the salad and the water. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And everyone else well, got everything else. Well, that's what I hate. Else. That's what I hate is so I just like, if look, if I can afford it, and it's like, and I'm not eating with like a bunch of people at like a really fancy place. Like I can... Hold on. But Isaac, then Isaac, Isaac, Lee's, Isaac Lee's friends, one works at Goldman Sachs, one works at Morgan Stanley, <laughs> one works at Deutsche Bank, one works at Credit Suisse. Oh my God. I have no friends in finance, unfortunately. Then I would make them pay if, they, if I know they make so much more money than me. Yeah. Do your friends pay in return then? Yeah. So like the, if they host something the next time around, like they'll yeah, pay. Yeah, but what if it's a cheaper restaurant? Hmm. Yeah. Who cares? I mean, it's, so it's whatever. It's, it's a gesture. 
It's honor, shame, society. No. Honor, shame, this society. Is a, no, I mean, this is where you aspire to get to is I'll get this one, you get the next one dynamic. Yeah. But, but Isaac, you're not, this is not the majority of people. Also, this is like Dave said, characterize it as like, what do the young kids do? I liken it as going through puberty. At a certain <laughs> point, your friends, you know, when you're all 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, you're all fucking broke unless you're Isaac and all your friends work at Goldman. And so everyone's just like, well, I had this water and this side salad and you had the French fries and let's divvy it up. Let's divvy it up. And then as your friends, some start to do better than others, they're able to join the, I'll get this one, you get the next right, one club. Right, and right. it's a lot like yeah. in high school or middle, not high school. Oh my God. That was a dead giveaway in middle school <laughs> or whatever. When you go through puberty and like some friends are getting, yes, when you're 18 years you. old and you're a senior in high school, like Chris Ying, <laughs> when you go through puberty, this really isn't only this really isn't a problem until you get to say college because in high school you're mostly going to like fast food restaurants right. and everyone's paying for themselves, right? And and I remember going out to like a restaurant. It could just be like a pizza place or whatever. Isn't it you know, this day, isn't it like the twelve person birthday dinner at Cheesecake Factory? Isn't that exactly yeah. what we're talking about? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And it's like, wait a second, I got water, you got like six fucking different drinks. <laughs> You got the appetizer. I got water. <laughs> hey, Dave is telling you exactly how it is, except uh-huh. in role reversal here. So, uh, right, yeah. right, 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 right. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I just, I split, you know, my chicken with, so like, you you know, your bill, tax and tip would come out to like 18, 20 bucks. And I'm looking at Chris Ying, this asshole to, you know, in front of me, <laughs> just spent like 60 bucks. Why am I splitting? I didn't get the fucking Tex-Mex shrimp egg rolls. Why the fuck do I have to pay for those? Exactly. And then you get the bill and then everyone's like, well, you can do Venmo. I'm like, I don't even understand how to use Venmo. I I can't sign up for account. I don't know (laughs) how to do it. (laughs) No. and It's very simple. That still doesn't answer for the scenario where like, well, I'm paying for 18 bucks. You're paying for 60 bucks. Is that how it happens now? Um. I do want to clarify something. The the I'll get this one, you get the next one is a very recent development for me as I've progressed through my career. Puberty. Certainly, the, certainly yeah, 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 I went through puberty. I went through food, food order and puberty. Um certainly in college it was like a hey, what you get? Oh yeah, yeah, just pay like, you know, 20 bucks for that. Or like, oh, what you get? Oh, pay like 15 bucks. Like Ven it was all Venmo. Um, I mean, even as recently as a couple of years ago, that's how it used to be. Of like, hey, just just pay me whoever pays. It's like just Venmo me however much that you feel like you you got. It's yep. very loose, mm-hmm. loose calculation, loose splitting. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it's. I mean, we're too we're we're too far removed from this at this point. I mean, Noel, when you go out with friends, are you still? What? Do you, how are you doing it? Oh, we're doing it straight down the middle. However, number of people there are. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are is there a still? I want to know. Even when you do straight down the middle, do you feel mm-hmm. there's any passive aggressive feelings for the person that went like, well, I'll get the white truffle pasta. And you're like, what the fuck, motherfucker? Mm. <laughs> yeah, kind of. You're an Applebee's, <laughs> dude. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So that's the only problem with like socialist payment is that one person feels like they got shafted. Because the they only order problem is. with socialism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if anything, I mean, someone might tip a little bit more than the rest mm-hmm. if someone mm-hmm. got something way more. But I mean, that's so rare. You should go with equal orders. You guess you should go with people who are going to be like-minded and get a similar amount of 
nutrition. This is an impossible mm-hmm. equation that will never be solved by any kind of game theory economist ever because it's an impossibility. I mean, we have a supercomputer and it's not fucking solving it. Right, uh, right. <sighs> maximum number of credit cards you will tolerate, Dave, as a diner at a table for splitting the check. If 18 people start throwing down their credit cards, maximum number that you feel you won't have a nutty about. I mean, the older I get, it's now just two tops, but it's usually just one. Yeah. And, um, you know, the way I look at it, it's almost like I'll pay. I pay most of the time, but when I pay with people that are like way, like super, super rich, like they almost always pay because they won't let me pay. Mm-hmm. And like, that's just the way it goes. But for the most part, if I'm dining with somebody, it's now reached a point where the game is, how do I pay before they're yeah. allowed to pay? Yep. Yep. Mm. Pull the, uh, I, I got to go to the bathroom move. Or, no, no, that's fucking amateur shit. You now pay before pre-pay. you even get before there. Before you even get yeah. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the move. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then and then you tell them, this other person will try to pay. And if you let them pay, I will never visit your establishment ever again. That's what you say. <laughs> <laughs> I will leave the nastiest review on Yelp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But this is a dilemma. Nobody has a fucking answer to this. Everyone says Venmo, but the reality is... Someone always gets their feeling hurt when you're ordering in a group and they feel like they got fucked because they didn't order the same as everybody else. Mm. If somebody has an answer to this, if somebody can untie this Gordian knot, let us know. And you might win the Nobel Prize. Can I Can I suggest, and it's probably not my place to suggest because Dave just did six minutes about me being the world's worst orderer. But um, if the complaint you're not is, you're not good at it. Let's just <laughs> emphasize this. If the, if the essential problem here is that I'm mad at you, Dave, because you ordered more and better than I did. Don't I just have to order better? Don't I just have to go last and just be like, okay, I'm going to order approximately the same amount mm, as everybody else? You're right, but this is another problem. We haven't even got into this. A whole other variable is like, when do you order? The the order in which you order is really important. <laughs> Where's your, pro- okay, just like fantasy football, where do you want to go? Let's say eight or, or people like ordering. Or like playing blackjack. Do you want to be first base or fucking, you know, third base? And Where do you want to be? Six people at a table. It depends on, again, it depends <laughs> on who I'm eating with. <laughs> okay. You know what All I mean? Right, All right, let's back up. Four of us are having dinner and we're ordering our own entrees. Where do you want to go? I'm probably going to want to go last. Yeah, probably want to judge go last. us, judge us the whole time. I see yeah, you last. doing that for sure. Yeah. But if I'm with all serious gourmands or people that are like I feel like are just like super good at doing it, like I'm going to try to like maybe defer or go first. I'm not too worried about it, but I'm going to think about it because I'm going to be judged. It's an extraordinary amount of pressure to order for the table or even trying to order so you don't look like a buffoon. So again, I'm going to take this theory that I've talked about a lot in in doing like cooking events with other chefs. I, I, I tried to order an order where nobody remembers my order. I'm just, you know, it's mm. like, <laughs> what, what did you get again? Everyone can, oh, you got the lasagna? And like, you know, everyone can remember that. because That's not true because everybody fucking orders lasagna or something like that. It's like, <laughs> but something forgettable. <laughs> yeah. You got, you got the big chicken or something like that. Like, that's what you'd go with when, you know, you, you don't want to be seen as like too special. You want to be forgettable. So that's usually what I try to do in 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 instances where it's like going to be a clusterfuck. I try to make the most 
just the safest choice and be forgettable. That's just what I try to do in, mm. in that kind of situation. But ordering first is a lot of pressure. I think ordering last is different kinds of pressure because you don't want to be, again, seen as the person that's ordering what everyone else is ordering. But you also, you know, there's real competition. You know, that there's it's competition, that pleasure. You guys know what I'm talking about, that, that distinct pleasure when everybody says like, God damn, that's a good order. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, <laughs> nope. No idea what that sounds like. No idea what that feels like or sounds like, unfortunately. You want somebody at the table to say, oh, I should have gotten that. Yeah. And like when you first hear that, like that you see that in movies or TV shows or you just hear that when you're in a restaurant, like, yeah, my, my friend Jake, he's a really good orderer. Like that's the worst compliment anyone can have. <laughs> I don't remember. We don't, we don't bring you around for anything else, but he's really good at ordering food. Like, come on. Oh my uh. God. Well, I mean, we basically went through an entire dinner. We so did. So I guess it's time for a little Ask Dave before we wrap it up. Yes. I promised this uh, a few weeks ago that we'd be doing an Ask Dave at the end of each moif, and then I promptly failed to do it for any <laughs> moifs that we did. Okay, so we actually have the Ask Dave at MajorDemoMedia.com account has been flooded with questions about rinsing and washing food. Franklin Cow wanted to know about how important it is to rinse your rice before cooking it. His family always did it three rinses. Sloan Lewis asks, I'm not sure if you've seen the weird discussion happening in the Recipe Club Facebook group, but there's a lot of debate surrounding whether or not you should wash or rinse your meat before cooking. Apparently, there's a fecal matter problem. And Michelle from Northern Virginia asks, uh, she saw you, Dave, recently opening a pack of mushrooms and throwing them straight into a dish without washing them. She was always taught to wash all produce including oranges or watermelon, even though the peels won't be eaten. Give us your hottest takes here on uh, washing, I guess, mushrooms, produce, and meats. You try not to wash your meats, basically, unless you have to. A lot of it mainly, at least for home cooking, is not necessarily for flavor, even though but that can be an issue. I think the main reason is sanitization and cross-contamination. That's the main reason why is if you wash your meat in a sink, it could theoretically like make a salmonella, like an aerosol or something like that and get somewhere. Or it's just in your sink. And the next thing you it's drop in, in the sink, sink yeah. is just, and no on one's going to have, no, nobody has a bleach solution at their fucking home. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. And if you do, let's not talk ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess what, so to summarize though, Dave, like if the concern is like food safety, you wouldn't wash your meat if you're afraid no, of food No, no, no. But sometimes you, I understand you have no choice. And in, in seafood, you want to not wash it as well. Um, so I try not to, unless you absolutely have to, like the bag burst or whatever the fuck, and you're just trying to wash your hands. When it comes to mushrooms, I tend to not wash them unless they have to be washed if they're gritty or something like that. Because the main reason for mushrooms to me is they're sponges. And I don't want them to absorb water. They already have enough water in them. So in restaurants, oftentimes you are just sort of using a toothbrush or something like that and brushing off a lot of the, the, the shit, literally, or the dirt or whatever. Or it gets like a, a wet cloth and it's just wiped. You know what? We should use a wet nap. There is again. <laughs> a wet wipe there. There yeah. is again. But, but that's the goal is you try not to wash the mushrooms unless you absolutely have to. And oftentimes you have to, but you, you know, your best is to not wash them and just to make sure that they're free of debris. And rice? Wash your, wash your wife. What are you talking about? You put on your seatbelt. 
You take vaccination <laughs> when you're told to? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. Yeah. That was great. All right. I got to go. I got I to I gotta make dinner. All right. We'll do the outro. And <laughs> once again, only you can end this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give us five stars on our iPod page and please send emails to Spotify so we have a, a mechanism to give us five stars on our Spotify page. <laughs> I do not endorse this message. All right. Amazing. <laughs>